Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm Kyle Bossman, the dark prince of nerd media. Joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Hey. Ben Moore. Yo. Brendan Jones. Yeah. And making this all happen, Ian Hink. <laughs> My finger instinctively cut away from you early when you started doing the dark prince thing. Yeah. <laughs> cut away all you want. Yeah. You know I'm the truth. That you're the truth? He's the truth. I'm the truth. <laughs> the truth in the way. Let's begin corrections music, shall we, Jones? Heroes of New Earth is the game Damiani was thinking about. Yeah, Han. So, yeah, it seemed like it was, yeah. It had success at a point. At one point, it was the biggest mobile. I played I played it. Whoa. Yeah. I'm surprised Damiani referenced Heroes of New Earth. He went to an event for it. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Cool. It was so funny, though, because, like, he kept trying to remember what it was, and then he said, H-O-N, it's Han, H-O-N. And I was like, Heroes of New Earth? And then he was like... No, that's not it. Can like, I, you literally can I, said the It's a MOBA. You're like, you did. this is a MOBA. I, I think it was because you pointed out that League came out before Heroes of New Earth, and he insisted that this thing came out before League. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so instead of being wrong about that one thing, he was just willing to let us hang in the air <laughs> and, until not realizing that he was wrong until the week after. Yeah. I think that's how Damiani works. Mm-hmm. Smooth operator. He's a smooth operator. <laughs> He's a smooth operator. So Jango Fett and Boba Fett are canonically not Mandalorians. Correct. So Ooh. Boba's a clone. Correct. Yeah. And Jango just has the armor. Yes. We also learned that it's not true. It's 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 false armor. It's not made out of Beskar. It's made out of some kind of steel. So it's like false Mandalorian armor. Jango has false Mandalorian yeah, armor? Yeah, it's not made out of Beskar. Mm. How do we know that? Because uh, Huber looked book. it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> So Django's just got style. That's basically yeah. all that's happening. Yeah, it turns out Django was born on planet Vegeta. Uh, Ryuji is the Yosuke of Persona 5. Yes. Where we what did we one? say? This, what? <laughs> what is happening, dude? I think, I think was, you I, said it backwards. I, no, no, no. Time. I said it was Kanji. I thought, oh. Like, oh, so Kanji is the Ryuji. And they're like, no, 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 no. Yosuke is the Ryuji. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And corrections music, please. Is this why you don't like Persona? Yeah. Junpei. <laughs> Junpei. <laughs> Who's the Junpei? The Yosuke. Oh, okay. The Yosuke is the Junpei. <laughs> Stop this. So, that's not the end of corrections. And it's the end of corrections music, but it's not the end of corrections, because here's what happened last week. We got a lot of corrections that I didn't like to see. Okay. There is one phrase in the entire history of the Easy Lies podcast that I've had to outlaw. Mm-hmm. Show some tact. <laughs> no one is allowed to say that phrase ever on this podcast. However... Sometimes a situation calls for me to lift the ban. Now, Jones. On our community, no less. On our community. The, the ban is on the community as well, yeah. is what you're saying? Okay. No, the, uh, you know, we have to say it to the community, which hurts more than anything. Normally, we, today we do. Today we have to say that to our community. And you. I'll direct it at you as well. Fair enough. It's, you, Jones, it's your right. What happened was Jones was corrected on a thing that he clearly knew about. Consistently corrected upon. I brought it up. Yes. <laughs> he knows. And so now because of your action, commenters, correctors, I now have to lift the ban. Jones, you have the floor. You sure. may use the phrase if you so choose. Show some tact. Read, read the room. I brought it up. Said, you know, this actor plays an important role in this video game, and he has a really good performance as that character in the game. 
and Kyle tried to guess what character it was. And it's like, I there might be a reason I didn't say what character it was, <laughs> specifically, especially classic Jones with his just spoilers right and left. Like, I'm gonna do my best here to not spoil this for our community. Yeah. And Kyle's like, no, I gotta know now. And I was actually really proud of myself. If you know what this was and you know what character I'm talking about, you know what game I'm talking about, go back and look at that podcast. You can see me flinch. You can see in my eyes <laughs> the moment where I'm like, and then I'm like, nope. And then I actually kind of, I was proud of myself. But I knew it. And two wonderful people reached out to me on Twitter, and I felt bad. I was like, I know. Shh, I know. All right, last chance. I'm going to lift, put the band back on. One last chance to get it out. Show some tact. Okay, band is back on. I don't want to hear either of you two say that phrase. Can I think it? You can think it, of course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, time to play Santa's Video Game Advisory Board. This is, of course, where Santa Claus himself oh, yeah. uh, comes to Easy Allies for advice on whether or not to uh, create I mean, this he game. he asks us. Santa Claus is not going to come to Easy Allies. I... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I just got real excited for I a second I did not there. mean travels to our studio. Oh, yeah, I, I, mean, gave, I gave him the idea about the Santa game already. <laughs> I don't know that he loves that idea, Brad. Here's another one. Man, I don't know which one to pick. There's two really, really good ones. Okay. Yeah, all right. We're doing this one. Dear Santa, I come to you with a humble wish. I want a game that has the exploration, climbing, story, and treasure hunting adventure of Uncharted or Tomb Raider, but without all the murder. Can you grant my holly jolly wish? Love and respect, Goldilocks. And I wonder if, honestly, I wonder if such a game can exist. Yeah, it's just it's funny it's funny to imagine you you finally get to the ledge and you climb up and then like all the guys are there at the camp and you like walk into the camp and they're like, Hey, what's up? And you're like, Hey, all right. Just and doing just, some treasure stuff. Yeah. You okay. Can, you can give them flowers. Ooh. <laughs> you know? It's, I can see the YouTube thumbnails <clears throat> now. All you do is climb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah. won't believe. Just make an Indiana Jones game. But there's no enemies and no bad guys. And he, he murders. He, but there's nothing there, though. He just keeps... The whole point of the game is he keeps expecting there to be something, but there's nothing ever there. He, like, sees a Nazi flag. He's like, oh, God, here we go. Jesus. <laughs> Gets out his pistol. They're, they're just dead they already. Left. They were there last week. He's like, they, oh, my God. They moved on. <laughs> I love in our nonviolent adventure yeah. game, there's Nazi flags everywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> It's a historical piece. Murder doesn't mean there isn't combat. True, you're right. The word used was murder. I guess yeah. it could be combat. Because it makes me think of run. It makes them. me think of Death Stranding, which mm -hmm. has <laughs> combat, but de-emphasizes murder. Uh-huh. So truly. Yeah. Well, there Yeah. You, you you're close. And yeah. you climb a lot. You want a little taste of that, yeah. So I'm sorry. Are the Nazis still in? Dude, they got him. But they're already dead. Okay. Spoilers. <laughs> because they opened the covenant too early before yeah. he yeah. got there. <laughs> Their faces are melted, yeah. but they're there. And he's like, oh my God. <laughs> Thank okay. God I wasn't here for this. I think. I'm have to knock all these Nazis yeah. out. Santa might end this deal after this what week. What do you mean, Santa? Santa might end this deal. <laughs> That's a good idea, Santa. <laughs> ben, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, dude. Come on. <laughs> okay. It's true. It's true. Fair enough. Santa, get to work. <laughs> Uh, time for news. We get to bring back a little ditty that I realized, like, I thought I would be using a lot this year. A segment called When's Next Gen? Fall 2020. And I'm excited for two reasons, Jones. Wasn't that a Pepsi 
theme song? I think so. It was that's I mean that is the Spice Girls. Uh, I think they wrote the song and it was definitely used in a Pepsi ad, which is the only reason I knew it. Do we but have I, the rights to that? Probably the only reason they wrote it. <laughs> we don't have the rights Ten to seconds. it, but like, YouTube, what are you going to do, YouTube? It's four seconds, bud. There's some rock songs that are used in movie <laughs> trailers, and I'm like, you wrote that for a movie trailer, didn't you, rock band? You know? There's just so everything. You knew sure. they were making Starship Troopers, and you wrote that song. Or yeah. every Imagine Blur. Dragons song. What's the, is it Blur? What's yeah, the, it's the Blur. Right sure, yeah. That was Blur I, with mm-hmm. song two. I want somebody to get up on that. E3 stage and say, welcome to Generation Next. That's yeah. what I want. Generation! It's Cerny. Um, so, <laughs> it's not just the return of Wins Next Gen, one of our most popular segments. It's also the return of a popular character. Jones's <laughs> most popular character. Knack? Anaconda Lockhart. Oh. Lockhart, yes. turns out, we've learned this week, is not dead. Lockhart's alive and thriving, Jones. He's so ready to just break into Anaconda Lockhart. I know I want to hear from him. I, you know, <laughs> I did an impression of him, but I can't. And I'm not going to put words in his mouth for sure. Uh, so what happened was uh, Schreier's back. He's paternity leave over, presumably. Back again. Yeah, he's back again. He's keeping the podcast running. Appreciate your work, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what would I do without you? Uh, really, I have to feel like if you look at the 50 or so podcasts we do in a year, Schreier gives us... 12, <laughs> right? Like, I feel like the 12 of them are Schreier headlines. Um, uh, yeah, so Kotaku's reporting that, let me give you their official title, Sources, Microsoft is still planning a cheaper, diskless, next-gen Xbox. And so what had happened, why Anaconda Lockhart died, it was after E3, um, Microsoft had only mentioned, basically, hey, we're making the most powerful console we can. And they talked about one console. And then uh, headlines showed up from, like, Therat.com. The, the Microsoft insiders are like, yeah, dudes, Lockhart's dead. They're not doing it anymore. And so ever since then, no murmurs, no whisperings. We just kind of all assumed that that was the truth, that there would be one very powerful Xbox, next Xbox, uh, coming fall 2020. But for some reason, this just popped up this week, that uh, they're still working on it. This is pretty nutty stuff. I want to give you all, before we break into it too much, the like most important paragraphs from this article. Um, uh, it, this is a blurb. This is maybe this is. I don't want to start there. I'm not going to start there. That's too spicy to start with. I want to give everybody a nice idea of what we're talking about when we talk about Lockhart in comparison to Anaconda, the powerful one. Um, Anacondas, big snakes. They wrap around their prey and suffocate them to death just from sheer force of will, right? They just squeeze you with their mm-hmm. snaky muscles until you die. So that's what... But but only if there are buns. Hun. They don't want none <laughs> unless there are buns, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sir, makes a lot. Oh, Brad, the <laughs> brutal dude. <laughs> it's like, it's like dude. Sir makes a lot. Number one way to tank a bit. Yeah. Yep. Sir makes a lot. <laughs> oh, I know that. <laughs> if you don't kill him, they'll just, they'll just keep going. I know yeah. it, Brad. Yeah, it's, it was a good strategy. Um, okay. Microsoft's ideal target performances are said to be 4K resolution and 60 frames per second on Anaconda, the big snake, and 1440p resolution and 60 frames per second on Lockhart. That doesn't mean that every single game on these consoles will live up to that performance. It's the target that Microsoft is pushing developers to hit. So we have a kind of frame of reference. 1440p is kind of where uh, PlayStation Pro does normally Mm -hmm. right now. Um, It'll do checkered 4K. I don't want to get into that with the correctors, but... 
it's basically like think of Lockhart as that. Um, as we said earlier, also discless, kind of like the digital only Xbox One S that you can currently buy uh, for dirt cheap, by the way. Dirt cheap? Uh, I mean, no, not dirt for a cheap. Console? But yeah, I was looking at it, it was like 170 on Amazon. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's dude, pretty cheap. That is pretty dang cheap. Cool. Um, and then I want to cover this paragraph too, and then we'll get into it. Uh, uh, for many months, rumors have swirled about the performance differences between Scarlet and the PlayStation 5. And pundits have speculated as to which console will be beefier. And I like this. I like that Schreier is like, y'all are pundits. Hmm. You know, it's like. <laughs> Pundits. Yeah, we're just a bunch of pundits. You know what? You're right. Uh, what's become clear, based on our conversations with developers, is that there's no straight answer to that question yet. Common consensus is that both consoles have roughly similar specs, and the biggest differences may lie in other factors, like operating system features or slight technical edges that Sony or Microsoft are keeping under wraps. By the way, uh, it mentioned basically in the opening of their article that they talked to four people. Four different people who had been briefed recently by Microsoft is, my, or is Kotaku's source on this. So it's all to be believed, basically. Mm. I mean, I think it's up, you know, it's, Kotaku doesn't want that question to be answered because then that, that's not an exciting thing anymore. If we know definitively, oh, you know, this one console is going to be a little bit beefier than the other one. Jones, it just I mean, seems like a question that will never be answered because they want to keep, is it, is it, is it? They that question is going to be asked right those headlines. all next year. Of course. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to They're going to be in our hands. It. We're going to be like, well, yeah. there's a lot to consider. Yeah, man. Like, so. it, it is, maybe it was lucky when it was just like one is just clearly better. Uh, it is going to be like, well, this game's better on this. This game's better on this. It's, it's, I think it's going to be very, very close. It's going to be weird. The, <laughs> this discussion is making me realize how much the media landscape has changed. Do you remember that Killzone 2 trailer? Yes. Oh, oh yes. yes. It generated so oh much goodness. controversy. Oh, yeah. I feel like people were talking about that forever. Like, that doesn't happen now. Yeah. Like, you get, you get a week. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Hype, you mean? <laughs> no, just like... Attention. There's, there's, there's too many stories. Oh, sure. And the, the awareness of those stories is happening all the time. Like, you're not going to talk about a trailer like that mm-hmm. in the same way that you did we, a couple we, of generations ago. We, yeah, we, we do get more examples of that. We just don't talk about them as much. Uh, yeah. I, Metro Exodus comes to mind. The first time we saw Metro Exodus and we, like, ziplined down to the train and I was like, what, what is this? And everyone was like, no, no, this is, like, rendered with the engine but is not in real time. Like, it's CG. Stop. You know, it's like, it's not, it's just, it's fake. It's not real. There's a real clear line. It is or it is not. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. It's kind of like the jump from the Super Nintendo to the 64, you know, when the PS1 first came out. Like, we're never going to get a jump like that again. And like that PS3 versus 360, you know, uh, when everyone was, comp- you know, the PS3 was a little darker or a little lighter in some games. Like, we're just never going to see that direct visual competition again where it was like never it couldn't stop. Like when GT, we could just, didn't matter what game it was, we would just put up a comparison video and it was yeah. just hundreds of thousands of yeah, views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people were just screaming, you know, much more than we did for countdowns, you mm-hmm. know, like, which we like would write a script for and <laughs> pick all this stuff. And it's just like, you want that, uh, that tension. It's just, so there's nothing like it. Are you telling me the graphical comparisons, fall of 2020, these two consoles launch, are you telling me that won't get hundreds of thousands of clicks? Depends I think on it the, totally will. Depends on the channel. I personally don't. Okay. It's not going to – it's just not the reason I'm going to play something well, on one system more than another. Yeah. I'll, I think PC is a totally different story. If you say PC versus either of those, like, I get that. Yeah. A lot of graphical comparisons are pretty bad. They just are kind of showing things side by side, or the way they edit them together is not very useful, whereas now with Digital Foundry, 
it's presented in a way that feels more useful, mm-hmm. more technical, yeah. more in-depth. Um, and so I, I think for a lot of people, having that definitive source mm-hmm. has changed things a little bit. Sure. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about the Lockhart existing again. I want to mm-hmm. talk about the strategy behind this thing. Uh so I think it's safe to presume it'll be at least $100 cheaper. It might be $200 cheaper as the digital-only version is compared to the 1X currently. Um, is this a good strategy? Is it, It's not clear to me throughout this entire article. I think it's implied that the intention is to launch these two things side by side day one. That's not a good strategy. I don't think so either. No, don't do that. As I said, they usually, do the, like, they usually have one come out, then the other thing later. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, mm. I don't know. How, what, why, blah. I feel more confident about Lockhart now than I did when we were initially talking about it. How come? Because I I think about the launch of the Xbox One, Mm -hmm. and I think the unknown is very scary. Unproven ideas are very scary. And now Microsoft is entering a completely different arena to their credit that they've totally established. You see people commenting like, I just, I don't buy games anymore, I just use Game Pass. That is that has changed the way that I've played games, mm-hmm. and so this thing has been around long enough and generated enough goodwill, where I think if you're doing the Scarlet and you're going to have a high price tag, but you can say, hey, if you want this, it's going to be a lower price point, and look at these hundreds of games that you get day one. I think it makes more sense to the audience now because of precedent. Mm. Than before. So then, my my feeling though is that the people who are buying this first off that first month, your early mm-hmm. adopters, they don't want a weaker version of a next gen console. And so I, I yeah. think like saying next gen is here and it's basically the same as a PS4 Pro. I think that just bombs. I think it depends on how you, I think it depends on how you market it. And I think there there maybe is a line that you can thread, and it's a worrisome line, but. If you can be like, hey, you can play everything, here are the comparisons, here are going to be your differences, like, I don't know. In my mind, I think there's kind of an audience out there that is like, I'm okay with that, and I'll save money, and I'll have Game Pass. Because the people, I think, that are probably in for Scarlet immediately do care about those differences yeah. in maybe a way that an audi- a, a more general audience wouldn't, but they still want to play new games, especially if it's something huge. I think as well. a, a thought occurred to me that maybe we're overlooking something is that maybe they aren't going to... Maybe Lockhart being able to PlayStation Pro new new games isn't, isn't the point of this thing. Maybe it's just a more dedicated xCloud box. It's really fairy, and it's like even mentioned in the article that yeah. that's a, a huge emphasis for this thing is the xCloud. Like, so I don't think they're going to market it as, hey, it's the crappier version of the new Xbox. They're going to market it as, here's a dedicated xCloud device. Sure. Like, I don't think they're going to even pretend that they're the same thing. It, maybe it can also download games, whatever, but like, yeah, that's my guess. I think that is a terrific guess. I think that is really hard to market November of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be hard to come out day and date. Yeah, that. I don't it like. I, it might even come out first. Ooh, you just launched this little baby in September, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, like get ready for X Cloud. I just wonder if they have. <laughs> Will the sales. also be com- forward compatible. The sales whatever. like numbers to back up doing this, like comparison, selling one version of the Xbox compared to the other, if it's worth it actually for them. 
if they're like so many people buy this like the S or whatever compared to the X, they're like it's still valuable for us to do it. What's frustrating is we have no idea. Yeah, we have no idea what the, individual the console sell. sales breakdowns is from any Microsoft product. But mm. but that's the other thing is I mean they've both with the 360 and the different hard drive configurations and with the Xbox One and the different versions that they're using, like, they're doing this for a reason. Like, clearly they have the market research yeah. to back up that this is a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they haven't I stopped. St- you know what yeah. I thought of? I thought of the Wii U Deluxe. <laughs> okay. Sure. But that so, was a thing? So, yeah, the Wii U Deluxe was $50 more than the standard Wii U. And the Wii U Deluxe sold more. It had a bigger hard drive, and it actually sold more than the one that was cheaper. And I think that my prediction would be, if you put out Lockhart and Anaconda same day, Anaconda sells more, but a huge margin. Like, two to one. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's probably true. But the Wii U Deluxe is a, is a poor example, because that thing did not feel like a deluxe machine. <laughs> like Right, and the Anaconda will. Right. Yeah, I get what I, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, even on the Wii U Deluxe, you download, like, one game and your hard drive's full. Mm-hmm. And the whole point was that the thing had a bigger hard drive. And yeah. so it, it felt flaccid but it, as a deluxe console. Even that outsold the cheap version. So sure. I, don't, I don't think it's always price. I, I like people are like, price always wins. Price always It's not true. What price if, does not always win. Here's right. a weird thought. What huh. if the Lockhart comes with, like, two years of free Games Pass or, like, two <laughs> years of xCloud or something? And Lock has, in a year. Doesn't. Yeah. A free year. Ian, for sure. But like Anaconda doesn't. Yeah. Oh. You know? Yeah. Just just to make it more weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think they're going for different audiences with this thing, though. It's yeah. got to be one audience. Well, just... they're going to support their hardcore audience that'll always buy, like, the X or whatever. But yeah. there's definitely a group out there that don't care about that. Then they don't... But I think it's going to be a lot less. They don't, but they, they still want that. They just don't that. buy a thing that year. That, that uh, audience just doesn't maybe. buy a thing in 2020. Maybe. Like, I don't think you need to get both at day one. Or maybe they're looking at Apple and be like, what's the big deal? Why can't we do that? Yeah. I just had an insane idea. Okay. okay have we seen these? Like, the physical, like, whatever? Mm, no. I have, but most people haven't. Oh. Okay. Right. Well, what yeah. if... Uh, <laughs> this is probably not true, but what if Lockhart is handheld? Ian, no. No? <laughs> interesting, Ian. What if they're trying to cut into the Switch market? That's an interesting idea. Yeah. Very, very fun, interesting idea. And, like, right, that could be the, the very last thing Shrier was mentioning, that, like, it, they still have secrets here, but, like, I think... But they're going I think we need to have a whiff of they're this going for the point. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. xCloud already yeah. takes care of that yeah, yeah. already. Yeah, fair enough. Just... Bluetooth your controller in. Yeah, because yeah, it's everything, yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, and we're kind of getting onto that, Ian, is uh, this one sentence, which is the scary sentence, the juicy one. Oh. Game developers will be expected to support both Anaconda and Lockhart, which some are worried might hamper their ambitions for next-gen games in the coming years. And again, I want to make it clear there were four sources, so when he says some, that's between two and four people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, so like, don't get too scared. Right. But the idea is... Lockhart would become the new baseline for next gen. Right. Your your game needs to run on this or greater, as opposed to, uh, you know, these awesome Anaconda or greater. And so I, I that, that is like a the scary, disappointing, nervous thing to read. Yeah, and, and I I think that's a that's a fair way to look at it. But at the same time, again, the precedent is there where we already have that disparity with the original Xbox One and the Xbox One X, mm-hmm. like you're already dealing with a dramatic disparity and they're serving completely different audiences and they haven't really strayed away from that um, 
mode of thinking. And going into the next generation, I mean, if, if, you, if you can have an audience make those comparisons where it's like, oh, this is the console for me, it's, it kind of serves the same function as this other thing, I think that's to your advantage. Yeah, and I think that it's hard to say. As, as a non-game developer, it's really hard to say. Uh, coming into a new generation, we see the montages of developers saying, this opens up so many opportunities for us. Right. I have all these game ideas I could never do before. I wonder if that's even true anymore. I wonder if there are game designs you could have right now that are not possible on current gen, but will be possible course, next yeah. gen. So I do see that as like a kind of like, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. I don't think this will happen, mm -hmm. but it would be interesting if... There was a point where it was like, if you want to play this on Lockhart, you'll have to use xCloud. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, why not? That thing's diskless. We already assume you have an internet connection. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing is I wonder about the messaging for all of the Inside Xbox episodes. I wonder about the messaging at their press conferences. I just, I, I, I see them launching with Scarlet. I see them launching with Anaconda and then Lockhart comes later down the road. Which is why I would love that. I would which is that why I wonder if... That's why we didn't hear about it for a while. That, yeah. Like, they maybe they stopped working on it for a bit, and we're like, hey, we're we're getting close to showtime. We really need to kind of move these people over to make sure just to to check everything, you know, all our boxes on Anaconda, and then, uh, yeah, we can get back to Lockhart and then have that ready for whenever, whenever we want to launch it. Maybe the the exact exact month in 2020 is kind of fluctuating, but I just wonder again at at the the you know they love to do world exclusive and any all, all these little like preloaded things in their press conferences. It's like, what's the messaging where it's just like, runs best on Anaconda, runs okay on Lockhart, or something. You're like, wait, yeah. no, it's, it's going to be, you need to get this big, giant thing because all the stuff we're advertising, Halo Infinite, clearly, this is the system that you need to play this on because it's going to kick so much ass. Mm -hmm. And then you get all those people running out there and getting that game. And then, you know, the people are like, oh, you know, I, I, do, do I fork over the cash to buy that expensive thing now? Or do I maybe wait? Because there's rumors that there's going to be some other console. And then when they announce that one, it's like, oh, okay, then they can have these two big fun moments as opposed to one giant moment that's kind of confusing. That's and the like, thing is your messaging like is so simple. And like if one console sells yeah. more than the other, it's kind of hard to look at that less selling console as a failure in some weird way. I just see, yeah. I just see the messaging being cloudy over the whole thing. I, I think... I do think that is a really good point, and that has made me think of the Xbox One S, but more recently the Switch Lite, where I feel like the Switch Lite came out at the perfect time, where the Switch wasn't ancient, but it had been out long enough that even though the Switch Lite wasn't a more powerful thing, I think people were just kind of excited to talk about hardware, yeah. and you were able to get in a new audience who were reminded like, oh yeah, I haven't jumped on board with the Switch yet, maybe I will now. Mm -hmm. And I think that space and the timing they chose was so crucial. And so I think you could just avoid that whole confusion by doing a similar thing where you yeah. just focus, and that, and that makes sense to me. So you just do Scarlet, you have everybody kind of get that into their systems for a while, and then you do this other unveiling. And by that point, like people aren't going to be upset about it because if they are super invested, they already have a Scarlet, which is basically what you mentioned. So. Or potentially some of these games are still playable on Xbox One and Xbox One S. Mm -hmm. You know, like there will be a lot of stuff that is available in Games Pass or Game Pass that, uh, that you can get on both. Man, imagine, so Halo Infinite launching next year. Imagine if they do have Anaconda and Lockhart same day. There's five different versions of that game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, That's you know what crazy. I mean? It's a, yeah. yeah. 
and, and again, it's just the, the the whole thing of which is not a massive problem, but just parents getting confused, consumers getting confused. They bought the wrong thing, and in this, it's like they're 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 kind of like manipulating their audience under the guise of helping them. So it's like they're manipulating them by saying you're like I was gonna. I know they're making Lockhart. I know there's going to be this cheaper version, but gah, I got to get this game, you know, that's not infinite, that is exclusive to the, you know, to the Xbox Anaconda. Um, but then later it's like, well, you wanted that cheaper option. Here it is. And it's like, well, we knew you were making it, yeah. you know, and you were just holding out. The funny thing about the Switch Lite, though, is a lot of that's not true about the, you know, either any PlayStation, you know, lesser PlayStation or lesser Xbox that you could get is a lot of people bought the Switch Lite just because it looked cool. Mm-hmm. We're like, nobody's going to mm-hmm. buy the, you know. It's the Scarlet, because or the, nobody's gonna buy the uh, the Lockhart because yeah. it like you know, people like having objects. Has a, I mean, some people yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Some people buy exclusive. You know, uh, um, they'll buy a bundle or something mm-hmm. for like, you know, like a PS4 with Darth Vader on it. But yeah, it's funny. I wonder if, from Microsoft's perspective, they're maybe thinking less about the traditional push as many consoles as possible and get as many Game Pass Ultimate subscriptions as yeah, you can. in the ecosystem. So, so their, their mentality is, yes, you're going to have all these different ways to play, but the wider than that we cast, the more people that we get subscribe, subscribe to Game Pass, maybe for an entire generation. Yeah. Rather than doing the old model of like, well, they might buy it, but then they'll trade it in immediately, or you know, they, they might not be able to get that many games or whatever, like if we can get that subscription, that's the most important thing to us. And Ben, I think that's a good place to end that because I think that is absolutely their strategy mm-hmm. going forward. If you look at everything about this generation and yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yes. And and the way they've shocked us with Game Pass, I'm sure they're gonna shock us with XCloud. I'm sure there's gonna be some really crazy, you know, uh, gives, you know, presents that they give to, you know, the community at large and just in terms of how all of that functions. Because they love doing that and it's worked out well for them. Oh yeah. It's something the, that we kind of free think things about for when a dollar. we think about yeah. Microsoft gaming. Yeah. You're gonna be able to play first party Sony games on XCloud yeah. and Sony won't know about it. They won't know Whoa. about it. <laughs> They don't know how to stop us. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. I'm playing Uncharted 4. They don't know how to stop me. They can't me. stop me. They don't know. Uh, I do, I do want to share this tweet from Phil Spencer. Oh, uh, uh, yes. At Xbox P3. And it started. This week, I brought my Project Scarlet console home, and it's become my primary console, playing my games, connecting to the community, and yes, Using my Elite Series 2 controller. Having a blast. Pre-order now. Great work by the team. 2020 is going to be an incredible year. I guess fun. What the, is the point the, of that tweet? The and fun. yes oh, kills I, me. Yeah. And, yes. and yes. And yes. Like, oh, oh I was going to tweet him if he was using... So buy it mm-hmm. now so you can play it uh, later. I mean... My favorite part of that tweet is primary console, yeah. because like obviously that means he's moved on from the Xbox One and now is doing all this stuff on the Scarlet. Yeah. But to me, that means that that PS4 Pro is right next to that Scarlet. Yeah, and yeah. I wonder how what, he has one. How often, you know? Yeah. Oh, and, how often and, does it turn out? Yeah, and, and what you yeah. know when it. So Booted somebody, up for God of War. I bet he plays the big boys and like yeah. Uncharted and Last of Us. I bet he gave Death Stranding a shot, said not for me, and like gave it maybe one night. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm happy that it exists, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. He tweets at Kojima like great work, but like yeah. I'm I'm good. Um, yeah, I mean, exactly. Kind of pointless tweet. Not really much to talk Just about. Just building hype, dude. Yeah. It's uh well, it's it's it's. I mean, you know, Layden's gone. Phil's uh, uh Reggie's gone. So he's still kind of like I'm still here. You know, there, there definitely is a vibe from him that he's like, hey. We're all friends. Yeah. You know, I'm your buddy. Mm-hmm. We're all hanging out, playing mm-hmm. games. Yeah. You know, if you uh, play Forza, 
we might race together. You I know, he definitely, definitely wants that vibe <laughs> from the community. So I like. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm 100% in support of that tweet. Uh, okay, we had a leak. We had a few leaks. Uh, we talked a couple of weeks ago. I think it was just two weeks ago on this very podcast about some rumors about Resident Evil yes. Three. Uh, and that it could potentially come in 2020. And we're like, well, that seems early. That seems soon. I know it's coming, but maybe that part's not true. Just this week on the PlayStation Store, box art was found that had been uploaded to the PlayStation Store uh, for Shouldn't have done Resident Evil 3. Shouldn't have done. Yeah, maybe hold off. Maybe yeah. hold off for a second. What's the rush? Um, and uh, it's there. It, it is apparent. It is clear. It Beautiful. is yes. It is yes. yeah. You're like, impossible yes. to make up. You mm-hmm. know, to just like oh, I threw that together in a couple weeks. Gotcha. That's the like, weird thing about 2019. Uh, I feel like all of our leaks were real this year. <laughs> all of our leaks came to fruition. Compelling. Yes. Uh, so yeah, what you see is you like see the Grinch was the very last thing. Yeah, I was gonna say wait, that was the end of an era. That was last year. Yeah, banjo came true. So I guess yeah. Haha! I made you believe in banjo. It's like okay. Um, uh, okay, so sorry, back to Resident Evil 3. Uh, you see the box art, you see Nemesis, he's got a new look. Yeah. He's got, like, caution tape on him. Oh, yeah, caution. Yeah, he's, he's, he looks cool, he looks scary. Mm-hmm. He looks updated, yeah. you know what I mean? He looks, uh, in a way, just like, oh, that's at least a take, it's at least something Yeah, he's got the popsicle I, I think that's teeth. the thing that's yeah. Yeah. amazing about the Resident Evil 2 remake and this art from the Resident Evil 3 remake is they look updated, but completely true to those characters. Yeah. yeah. And I I very commendable. And like they did the same thing with with the humans that they did with uh, the humans in 2 where it's like oh, these look like things these people would actually be wearing and like they look like they're actually people in this situation. It's great. This is why I'm still so bitter about Link's Awakening cuz like ah, that's what it looked like. And if so if they did that for yeah. Resident Evil, it'd be just like big blocky cartoon people. It's like right. that's what it looked like on PlayStation 1, you know what I mean? It's like also not, need to see um, the character's name who totally escaping the third character Carlos on that Carlos. Uh, but Carlos, Carlos yeah. Yeah. who was not advertised at all. I don't recall. So I want to talk like, about that big time. The RE3 advertising originally for that game was just all uh, Jill. Yeah. All Jill, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Carlos is well, and- Nemesis. Yeah, Nemesis is the only guy in the box, which is cool. Um, Right. Originally, sorry, we're not talking about this new one. But anyway, uh, Carlos is prominent on this box art. And he's not equal size. He is behind Jill. But let's say if I had never played RE3 before, I just finished RE2 Remake, right? Had a great time this year. Probably my 2018 goatee, right? I love this game. 2019. Oh, 2019, right. That's this year. Uh, (laughs) So... I'm seeing this for the first time. I'm like, oh, cool. So those are the two people with the new two campaigns. Right. Wouldn't you? Would you not think that? Yeah. If at I this didn't know, art? probably yeah. I'd be like, oh, it's probably the same thing. Is but there a chance we're playing as Carlos? Yeah. What yes. if? Yeah. What if? Dude? I mean, you, you, yeah. you do an original. You do. You do for yeah. a little while yeah. for a section. Dude, the game's old. Dude. No, no, no. It's <laughs> old. But, it, but it's not. It's not A and B. No. It, it, it's no, not no, like no. a full story playthrough. It is like you play as him for a section. Well, and so yeah, there's already two remake. Hey. It does, though, right? Not, not really. Not, 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 not in the way the original it's did. It's not the okay. same. And Got from it. what yeah. it sounded like, that was just kind of like, you know, like oh, we're not going to do that. People were like, you're not going to do what? And they were like, oh, do, do that. Do that quickly. Yeah. But I, I wonder because th- there's the, the two, Resident Evil 2. There's two campaigns, two characters split. Three campaigns and like, three? No, it's like all the RE games are different. I, I think you can, you know, at least if you're just kind of on the outside looking in, you know that like, you know, three, you know, maybe there is a difference between two and three, but like four is very very different from three, five, very different from four. So like they all kind of establish themselves, you know, in a different way. They all have a different vibe. 
What's three sell? How do you sell three? Nemesis. Nemesis sell. God. I had Mr. X yeah, in one. Well, one, that's the thing. He was like different than Mr. X, or yeah. different than Nemesis but, for sure. But I think you, I think you do have to do something. Like it can't just be Mr. X again. Yeah. Right. Um, you can obviously use that as a point of comparison and a start, but they they have to, I think, make it clear to people that it's different. But all that aside, based on the Resident Evil Two remake and how much they did with it, how much they changed, that is what is so exciting about this. Like, you say, you, you could come up with a lot of ideas, and I'm like, yeah, maybe they would do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't think this is going to be an extremely literal translation of Resident Evil 3. Yeah, it'll be different. Just like, yeah, 2 was. Brad, is there a chance this game sells better than 2? Is there a slightest chance? Yeah, I'd say there's a chance. I don't know if it will, but I'd say there's definitely a chance. I think it's harder in 2020. Yeah. It's not only it, well, it depends right, when it comes out busy in year, stacked yeah. year, but also to me it's just it's a just a less iconic game. RE2 right. is, you know, is sure. Resident Evil. Sure. Right. And yeah. then RE3 is just kind of like, oh yeah, that's that was a cool game. Yeah, sure. Yes. And so it's in this weird position where I feel like you can't put as much budget into it as you did to, maybe equal budget for sure, but I just can't see it surpassing 2. And Jones, you were nodding as if you think it's totally doable. It's hard for me to imagine someone who bought and played Resident Evil 2 that is not going to buy and play Resident Evil 2. And I think that is a good point to bring up. That's crazy to me. (laughs) They're just like, another one of those? Nah. That's good. Yeah. Definitely 2 should have come first, right? Like if it was 3, then 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if it wins even one Goaty this Mm -hmm. year. You know, like to have the sequel the next year. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, like what they're doing with these remakes is like, I don't know if you've ever sat in a Tesla and have them just hit the gas, man, but it's like your your brain just blasts. Of course he has. Okay. This is some brand manager shit right now. (laughs) (laughs) I was holding my Project Scarlet. Even worse than it was my Tesla. I don't don't own a Tesla. Right, right, right. It just, everything is just going so much faster than I could ever possibly expect. And so it's just like why, it was like you were saying. It's like why not? Why? And that was kind of like I, I think I would hope. I think I actually kind of downplayed it when we talked about it a couple weeks ago, because I was like, it's too many dreams. It's too many dreams like mm-hmm. to come true. And now we're at the point where it's like, I'm yeah, why yeah. not, man? I, they, this might be bigger and better, you know, than anything that they did with I RE3. Guess, yeah. I even at the time I remember how quickly it came around and and really like reading magazines being like, when does this take place? Oh, it's kind of in between. And like, okay, this is just like a, the side story. This is like a guide. Resident Evil, mm-hmm. you know, that we'll get through and, and we'll kind of fill in some gaps and the, you know, we know the audience is hungry so we want to get this to them and this could be just crazy. I mean, if they if they planned an, far enough ahead that they were like, if we're going to do two, let's, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is, I feel like I feel like we are driven by narratives in the gaming space today and so what I, what I fear of is the narratives of this game being $60 and somehow being less than RE2 if it doesn't have two campaigns if it's right. the you know if it's shorter uh like RE3 I, I think even at the time it sold less than RE2 it, it, it was like hey it's not as big of a deal as RE2 is and like we, everybody accepted that and like oh there's a, you know we're back in Raccoon City and all those things um yeah, I, I just feel like there's more blowback today. I, I think it needs something very, very special about it. I think you need to play through as Nemesis. You know what I mean? I, I do Nemesis think it needs mode. something crazy. If we're in Invade order... other people's games as Nemesis. They need to play up the hell out of Nemesis. Man. Yes, they Jones. need to. Yeah. I didn't even think about invading. You need to see. Fun. You know, I, as a fan, I need to see a scene of Nemesis doing something, and I'm like, I don't even know what scene that's from. Yeah. What is, what's going on? I, I don't disagree with you, Kyle, but I think Resident Evil 3, especially coming off this high point of Resident Evil 2, I think Resident Evil 3 is a game 
that will also feel fill this weird void of like, oh, that was the one I missed. Mm-hmm. I really love Resident Evil 2. I'm going to play this. Like, yeah. I, 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 I think because it's less beloved, you're going to get even maybe more changes um, and it, and it mo- feeling like it can't miss event. Like, I think that even more than Resident Evil 2, that this will feel like a brand new Resident mm, Evil game. I think like, this has the potential stuff. for it. Cool. You know what sure. I might try to dodge from a marketing standpoint? That's a bummer. They're like, keep it in the game, but just kind of s- just scoot past that when you're making your trailers. Get out of Raccoon City. Because if, I, if you show me shots of her like, oh, the city's on flames. It's like, if I don't know anything about the franchise, it's like, well, is that 2? Like did what well, really well, new sequel and we're, we're back in the city like so you're it showing like you say show locations. some mid to late game stuff is mandatory you have to just yeah show show me as someone who does knows nothing about three mm-hmm. I kind of think uh, you're which right. is why you got really got to lean into Nemesis yeah you really got it you know it's like well, I saw that movie and that was pretty stupid like no 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 <laughs> not like, that the movie guy was pretty stupid Nemesis um, anime style has to kill Mr X in the trailer. <laughs> Nemesis has to squash him so you know, oh, that's the power level of Nemesis. With his rocket launcher. Dude. Yeah, you need yeah. some sort of escalation to be immediately apparent that this guy is crazier than the other crazy guy. Kyle, mm. they're not going to do that, but I think that is a great idea just to open the reveal. <laughs> Nemesis <laughs> and Smash. Mm. Yeah. It's clear. It writes itself. Funny side thing before you move on. I looked up on how long to beat because I had a memory of Nemesis being way shorter than Resident Evil 2 also. Yeah. Uh, they're basically the same. Oh, wow. Main story is six hours, six and a half for both, eight hours, eight and a half for both. Uh, the completionist run is 11 and a half for Nemesis and 15 for 2. But So to me, that that's good, Ian, because yeah. I, I presume completionist is talking about both, both playthroughs of 2. Well, yeah. but then it says all styles, and both of those are like seven hours, seven and a half. So to me, all styles means A, B. So I don't know what the hell's going on with this. How confusing. But yeah. That's average, though. But they're like roughly the same length, kind of. But again, beating those campaigns fast is classic Resident Evil. Mm -hmm. New Game Plus, classic Resident Evil. Like... I'm glad they leaned in, into that with the new games, yeah. too. And if 2020 yeah. is like next-gen heavy hitters, it's like, you know, I, I won't mind, you know, drinking that game up and moving on to something else, sure. maybe in less time than I did with RE2. Yeah. The, the Resident Evil 2 DLC was really, really cool, though, and this is something that maybe they could take advantage of in Resident Evil 3, where, especially since you're talking about, hey, get away from Raccoon City, well... What if we're still in Raccoon City, but you get dramatically different perspectives? Yeah. Perspectives that maybe you've never gotten in a game before. Characters that don't play like Jill and Leon and Claire and all that stuff that are maybe more limited in some ways, enhanced in others. Um, it's kind of an Outbreak style Wesker mode thing, yeah. but I don't know. Just play mercenaries out of the water. <laughs> like, how could you not have faith at yeah. this point? Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's Mercenaries. That could be in it. Did they not add that to two no. eventually? No. So, oh, I don't think oh so. My goodness. You know what it is worth bringing up, and I just totally forgot about it until this point in the conversation, is that 2020 will also have that Resident Evil multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So uh, I, I imagine again? they're not going to want to dance on each other's toes too much. Yeah. I mean... Dance. Hmm. I'm trying to remember the name of it, and I, I can't cannot. Remember. Resident Evil... Survivor? No. No, that's the... Extinction. Yeah, that's no. The Project Resistance? Yes, Ian. Well done. Uh, oh, yeah, those college kids. Those college kids who look very old. For that? No, we Kyle don't. Kyle in a hoodie with a shotgun. So we have to presume that's coming out before <laughs> spring, RE3, right? Spring, three, summer, fall. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. Yeah. They could do a multi, like, 
generation port for three. Could be on PS5 or Xbox, Anaconda or whatever, Scarlet. Do you think Resident Evil 8, the inevitable Resident Evil 8, will follow the influence of the remakes or more so the influence of Resident Evil 7? Whoa, good, good question. question. I, would, I would go 7, 100%. Yeah, have your pillars, Nothing man. went wrong there. Yeah. Maybe you know, they'll keep the That remakes. game was celebrated. That game vibes. I keep it really person, well. Absolutely, And yeah. you got to you gotta separate that stuff. It's yeah. like, are they going to do four? And Holy they'll do code I was, I was thinking code about Veronica them doing first, four. probably. That so, seems like such a big project, but like, can you imagine just the absolute, you know, Scrooge McDuck, just giant towers of gold that they would make from... Oh, my God. I can't. Oh. I frankly can't imagine what RE4 remake would look like. Oh. Get Mikami. Uh, here's an interesting yeah, fact, oh. factotum. Uh, Resident Evil 2, just based on a cursory Googling, uh, Resident Evil 2 sold 4.2 million units. And uh, Resident Evil 7 sold 3.5. Mm-hmm. So they might go back. I mean, 6 sold the most out of everything. Well, that was a mistake. Well, <laughs> yes. and it's just like uh, uh, Pokemon Go, Let's Go, all that stuff. All of that is leading up to the main event to sell bigger, better than ever. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's what they're doing. They're trying to get everybody, as many different styles, many people, the old fans, new fans, people have no idea what it is, people who just want to play the top-selling games. It's just the way Resident Evil 2 played, like, I left that game hungry for more. I, like, I needed another game that took those ideas and continued with them. And I love Resident Evil 7. I really do. But I just wonder if after Resident Evil 3, I'll feel the same way. Mm. If I'm like, oh, no, I want this style. Or if... I think you'll be ready. I I honestly think you'll be ready for that first-person horror game again. I can see that. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be first-person, because if... Depends if they want to invest in VR again, if it was worth it for them. Yeah, like, I do That's the reason that. that game's in first person. Do you think so? Yes. 100%? I think they needed a new idea, and they're like, VR is a great new idea. And Sony will give us money for doing this sure, in, yeah. in VR. Yeah, I mean, they did pay a little bit. I mean, it'd they still be awesome. Yeah. I mean, it uh, plays great still, not in VR, but... Update, those numbers were wrong. Seven sold okay. 5.1. but So they sold similar numbers. Sure. Resident Evil 2 is like almost 5 million. So, yeah. It's still crazy, man. I yeah, I, I would I would stick with the seven route. Huh? I frankly don't want to talk about this anymore because Why? this game's not even announced yet, man. I'm getting oh, eight. so pumped. You're thinking of eight any right of now. these games? Three's not announced. I'm getting so pumped, yeah. man. Uh, worth stating, uh, <laughs> Keeley did an AMA this morning uh, and said, "No, no, no, RE three is not part of the game awards." So, hey, I, good, good for him. I thought this. I thought we'd have the announcement by <laughs> recording of this podcast. Like maybe it goes up on Friday. The trailer. Mm-hmm. Like I, I thought we would have seen it by now. Holding it. Yeah. Jump Festa. Yeah. Jump Festa. When is that? Next week? Is I don't that late remember. next week? Yeah, I, I who knows? Yeah. So yeah, hopefully we'll see more of that soon. It's one of those things I expect a trailer soon. Um, really, real quick. No, you know we talked about it. What, what you expect from an RE3 trailer? What you have to show? And I think it can't be CG. I think it can't be like the reveal of RE2, which did have some clips of gameplay. I think you need to blow out some uh, some scenes of gameplay in your trailer. You know what's funny? This is. <laughs> I usually get so upset when leaks happen, and yeah. like I'm not, I'm kind of not upset about this. Same. It's that level of announcement. <laughs> I don't think this. Art Especially too, because yeah. that art is so gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, it is just high res. You know, you just zoom in on that thing, and you're like, "We're we're here. <laughs> it's it's been announced." Mm-hmm. You know, 
So yeah, it's a bummer. I mean, that, that trailer's locked and loaded if they have it. There's nothing they can change now. So it, it is going to be some kind of a like, ta-da! And it's just not going to, it's not going to land, but I don't think it's going to fizzle. It's going to upset people. or they're, yeah. No one's going to laugh at it. They're still going to be like, oh boy. That's just a bummer because the RE2 had that like, uh, you're looking at a rat hanging out with a PlayStation mm-hmm. controller for a second. You know, mm-hmm. like it did have that ta-da moment. Yeah. You're right. I think that's right. Dude, it's going to be some like SWAT team going in. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to see an umbrella badge on their arm. Sure. Like the umbrella unit. They're gonna be investigating. Someone's gonna get grabbed. Yeah. Then you're at gonna, the end, it's gonna be like Nemesis, like there. The stars. Yeah, you're gonna get a cut to black. <laughs> stars. Oh yeah, yeah we yeah. need to hear it. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you all hear that? No. Oh. I don't hear anything. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> you know what I did want to talk about for a second is Bayonetta and Vanquish uh, oh, 10th anniversary yeah. bundle uh, leaked on the Microsoft Store. Well, before we talk about that, sure. What we should talk about. <laughs> The, uh, uh, <laughs> you seem amused that I'm into the bit. I like it. I like it. I was I, I was curious how long to let you go for. Yeah. Um. You, you know, if, if you just noticed something odd happened, good on you. A lot of people are like, "What's happening right now?" But if you're like, "Oh wait, the podcast happened. It didn't happen." Um. If you missed the announcement, we are we are uh, joining a sales network. We're joining the Roost sales network, and they're going to be handling uh, sponsors for us. Uh, no sponsors just yet. We're, mm-hmm. We are still we are still going through the process of um, I mean we are signed up baby but uh, we're still going through the process of actually like what sponsors we will get how those ad reads will happen uh, but we do have it is currently capped but we do have a shout out tier on patreon.com slash easy oh so we got some shout outs so we oh we got shout outs for the month of December yeah Jonesy. so if you you want you want shout outs now we didn't actually talk about how when we're going to be doing this did you want to you want them at the end of the podcast that makes way more sense they're going to be at the end but okay. you could do them got now it. if you want bonus no. Oh. No. Stay tuned. Okay. Yeah, it's you the curtain wait. call. You got to throw to me when we do that. Uh, oh, but yeah, it, is, remember, uh, it is a, um, a $250 tier, uh, which was previously the, the Frame Trap sponsor, sh- uh, sponsor level. Um, we'll get you a shout out on four of our, our four main podcasts. Uh, the Easy Allies podcast, Frame Trap, Reaction Shots, and Friend Code. Cool. I made the cut of Maine. You're Maine, baby. Yeah, baby. Well, I mean, that's we don't have. Yeah, those are. Oh, Jones, that's please it. stop. <laughs> we just don't have any podcast. Own, only podcast. Google Bob. Yeah. Ian Ian was flattered for a second, and you're like, "Well, we only have." Yeah, no, I just uh, okay. okay. But I'm not doing it. I really shouldn't have said Maine. Uh, it's time for this week in Joker news. Uh, the Joker did drugs at a high school hockey game this week. Wait, at the game? Like, yeah. so he brought the drugs to the game the and then did them. Was he like in the? St- I heard he bought them at the game too. Uh. Yeah. So this is this is hashish, <laughs> which I think is like, is that cocaine? What is that? It's something you smoke. You have like something you roll and smoke. It was weird because he was also the only person in the stands. Oh, so you saw this too? Like no, a I cigarette? read about it. Oh, okay. On Kotaku. Like a fat cigarette. Those funny smelling cigarettes. Like a fat flaky cigarette is how you smoke flaky? hashish. How did okay. you know okay. that it's flaky? So. Are you the Joker? <laughs> I'm not the Joker! Wait, He's the Dark, I'm not the dark Joker. Prince of Nerd. <laughs> the Clown Prince of Nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More like it. So in seventh grade. That's what we should have said. In seventh grade, uh, they had this program called Drug Quiz Show, where each school would have a, t- a team of five to seven kids who would learn drug facts. At, after school for maybe like a few weeks in a row and then there would be a, like a quiz show competition where you like you all have buzzers and it's like pretend like game show Kyle was your school the streets <laughs> <laughs> my school was not the streets but it's so weird like most of my drug facts come from then you know what I mean like oh angel dust and like nobody that's not a thing anymore right but I'm like uppers and PCP? downers this and this. yeah uh, 
And so it's weird. I, I learned a lot of drug facts. That's in, in seventh retained grade. that very well. Yeah. Well, it's weird. I mean, so I was thinking about it last night. <laughs> this is weird. I was thinking about this last night. I think that drug education in middle school and high school, the best you can hope for is to teach kids which drugs are very bad. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Like, my, my, what my goal there would be gaps. is to say, like, <laughs> marijuana, like, don't smoke it, but it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I would try to do. Because, like, there's so, there's drugs that can the ruin your the life. You know? try, yeah. Yeah. Don't do crack. And so to say, like, don't do any drugs is, like, that's super hard to say to a child, but also just, like, let them have the ones that won't ruin their life so, in a way, if they're going to. Do you go top wow. down or bottom up? Do you do you start with, like, the the definitely don't do this, yes. or do you work your way up yeah. with it? I think you start with you a definitely. Like, faces get- of death style, and you just literally <laughs> go straight to the end. Oof. I did not expect a Faces of Death reference. I didn't in expect podcast. a hashish reference, but here we are. <laughs> From seventh grade, no less. Your that drug quiz show sounds like a much, I guess, more effective in a bad way version of Dare, where all that did was teach everyone oh, yeah, how to do drugs. But like, man, yours is just straight up. Here, are, here are drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. yeah. I write a lot of pamphlets. Phil here is going to do drugs on stage <laughs> so you can go through. Phil's dead. What, what drug is enough, Phil on? I got <laughs> enough drugs there. <laughs> you have five Man, minutes before Phil. Let me Phil's. feel his skin. Hold on a second. Uh, okay, it is time for love and respect. Love and respect. Is this podcast normal? No. This is my first time watching. Is this going to be a normal podcast, or, or what is this? Close the I feel like you can't have a first time with the Easy Allies podcast. Like, even if it's your first time, if you stick around, mm-hmm. you've watched, like, three. I get what you're saying. Yeah. If you, you make it through the whole thing, you're, you're in for life. Yeah. So I want to start off with a hard game. This is a game I would not want to play. This is going to be a hard game. Cool. Uh, from Anton Perkshkin. Uh, hey, allies, let's play a game called Name a Video Game with This Word in the Title. As the name suggests, panelists have to take turns naming video games with a oh. selected word in the title until someone can't come up with an answer. These are the worst. I hate these. These games. are the worst. I hate these. These are yeah. the worst. Uh, each panelist has one minute. No, they don't. Uh, each panelist has 10 <laughs> seconds. If the answer <laughs> it provided uh, is under question, the game continues as usual. Okay. All right, here we go. Am I in Where on this? Start? Ian, you're in on this. Oh, okay, no. what's, the, what's the rotation? Who, we'll who start, are we starting with? Start with Ian. No! Yay! <laughs> well, starting is probably good. I it guess. is good, yeah. It's mm-hmm. the easiest spot to be in. Then Jones, then Ben, then Brad, then Ian, then Jones, and Ben. And Ian's Brad. got a computer in front of him. And now. then we'll change who starts. I won't Google. That's I don't true. cheat. I don't cheat on I believe. I believe. He won't cheat. All right. I don't believe. The word is, Ian, legends. Uh, Elder Scrolls legends. Jones. X-Men legends. Ben. Legends of Dragoon. Brad. <sighs> no, I don't know. Or wait. Brad's you out. took mine, Ian. dude. <laughs> it's okay to cheat, it turns out. Okay. <laughs> Ian. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. This is not a game. Uh, okay, so Ian's out. Jones. X-Men Legends 2, Rise of Apocalypse. Oh. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> ben. Mega Man Legends. Yes. Jones. Le- uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I said Legends of Dragoon. It was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's Legends of Dragoon. I was assuming that I was going to I say the wrong. word Legends, and my brain was going to supplant some sort of JRPG in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. I was back. like Legends of Cold Steel. <laughs> so if, if no one calls you out, you can, it's okay. okay. You got by. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. no okay. One calls yeah, you yeah. Out. I mean, like, I immediately. Uh, 
Also, right. I played dirty, and that's not fair. Uh, Jones, you go first. That is totally fair. That's a strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could have done I mean, Mega Man Legends. I too thought as well. about it, but yeah. then I said, as long as I add Rise of the Apocalypse to it, we didn't do any Legends. That's definitely a game that I played. Yeah. All right. Chronicles, Jones. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Nice, Ben. Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay. Well done, Brad. Xenoblade Chronicles. Yes, Ian. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah, Brad. Uh, Sorry, Jones. I'm out. Okay, (laughs) Uh, Ben. Final Fantasy Chronicles. Sure, Brad. No, it... Didn't he say that already? Jones said said Crystal Crystal Chronicles. Chronicles. Is Chronicles, it's this PS1 thing? Yes. Yeah, Brad. Oh, damn it. Uh... Xenoblade Chronicles to Torna. <laughs> That's an expansion. I'm going to allow it. Ian. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia. They it's made a game, it. they made a game. A game yeah. out of it. Ben. Uh, Chronicles. Chronicles. Brad. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Brad's wow. out. Ian I'm wins out. that round. Whoa. <laughs> wait. Is, wait. Ian, Google if there's a game called Chronicles Chronicles. <laughs> Just to be safe. How are you going to Google Chronicles Chronicles? It's then, funny then how, like, in. your brain, like, you were, you were talking about this during the first one, but you're like, I'm only trying to think of JRPG titles, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Is there an Assassin's Creed Chronicles? Yes, there's multiple. That's like that whole series oh, of... Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. And I thought there was an Advance, Chronicles Advance, but it's Tactics Advance. Yeah. Okay, Ben, you start on this one. Okay. Origins. Final Fantasy Origins. Nice. Brad. Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, Ian. Uh, um, hang on. Silent Hill Origins. Yeah. Jones. Batman Arkham Origins. Yes. <sighs> ben. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yes. Oh, Brad. I'm out, dude. Okay, Ian. <laughs> that, that X-Men one was so good. Yeah. yeah that was good. Um, is there a Laura Croft Origins? The Temple of Osiris? No, I don't think Origins in there. Jones. I'm out. I'm out. Nah, give it to Batman. All right. Toast. Toast. I would have been. I think Post. I would have been out there. I didn't have one in mind. Uh, so it, it's not Lara Croft Origins, but maybe there's a Tomb Raider Origins. <laughs> the Chronicles and Origins are, are both of those PS One. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, it's yeah. and there's another one, yeah. but I don't want to say it because that word might come up. <laughs> uh, so Brad, you start this one. Okay. Revelations. Resident Evil Revelations. Nice, Ian. Resident Evil Revelation Two. Yep. Mm. Jones. Assassin's Creed Revelations. Oh, that yep. was the one. Uh, ben. Uh, um. Brad. Darksiders Revelations. Is that real? No. Okay. Why did you bring it up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. The rest of the panel is supposed to do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I don't know if this counts, but there's that box set that sells both Resident Evil Revelations 1 and 2 in one thing. Doesn't count. Jones. Yeah. Okay, all right. I don't know who won that one. Oh, man. I, you t- I was going to say Assassin's Creed Revelations. Yeah. No. Wait, who won there's, that? There's so ben? many big ones that I'm missing. Did Jones win that? Jones, oh, I guess Jones, Jones won, won that. that. Yeah. Just from yeah. getting nice. one, yeah. Nice. Um, all right, let's just do one more, actually. Okay. And this one's going to be really hard. Uh, so, Brad, you started that one, right? Mm-hmm. Ian. Oh, man. Super. Oh, boy. Oh, Super Mario Bros. 3? <laughs> oh, my God. Jones. <laughs> Super Metroid. Uh, ben. Super Baseball. <laughs> Brad. Super Mario World. Yep, Ian. Super Star Wars. Great. Jones. Super Castlevania 4. <laughs> ben. Uh, I'm out. Whoa! I'm out. Brad! I'm blanking. Uh, I'm blanking. Superstars? Mario Superstars? Is that what it's called? I forgot. We'll count it. Yeah. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Brad. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Jones. Super Mario Brothers. Uh, Brad. Didn't oh, oh my god. Oh, I'm out. Okay. No, you're not. Super Mario Brothers 2? Yes. Right. Is no, that, that's right. Is that too? Ian. Okay. Yeah. Super Mario World. I already did that. Oh, you Brad said did World that already? already? Yeah. Kyle's uh, face Super makes Mario, it harder. Uh, Super Mario. New Super Mario. 
New Super Mario Bros. Yeah, yeah, we'll count it. We'll count it. Jones. Oh, Super Mario Odyssey. Yep. <laughs> Brad. Shit, Super Mario Galaxy. Yep. Ian. Super Mario Galaxy 2. Yep. Jones. Uh, Super Tennis. Sure. Brad. Uh, Super Mario 64. Yeah. Ian. S- Super uh, Tetris. No, <laughs> Jones. New Super Mario Brothers U. Yes, Brad. New Super Mario Brothers U Luigi version. Uh, no. She. Yes, yeah, that's a separate package. I'll allow it. Oh no. You can yeah. buy that in a box, Jones. Super base is loaded. <laughs> Brad. What the hell is that? Super slam dunk. Yes, Jones. What? I don't know. <laughs> Super, Super punch out. So not a game. We have Super okay. All right. right. Yeah, you all right. right. Super, Super base is loaded. Might not be, but yeah. Um, fun game. So Brad. for the record, there are 287 of those on the Super Nintendo, man. I mean, oh that's yeah, just like, super. And, and so many Smash Bros games. You could have kept going on Smash yeah. Bros. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I, went, uh, I was only thinking of Super Nintendo. Is it Super yeah. Mario Odyssey or is it just Mario Odyssey? I believe it's Super Mario. I think it's Super oh, Mario Odyssey. Super Mario. Super. Yeah. super bases loaded is the, real. The format yes. of the game is the worst. Like, cause. You, you think about blanking more than you think yeah. about the yes, game. Dude. Yeah. Yes. And I there's forgot too many the name. options. None fit in your head. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot the name of Super Smash Brothers Super until C. he called on me. Damn like, it. Uh, yep. Super C! Damn it. Super C! I'm sorry, Super C. Okay. Uh, this one's fun. Sometimes I just like a wild scenario. Okay. Gotta be honest. So it's just a wild one. Wild one. Hey, allies. My girlfriend is somewhat of a casual gamer. She plays League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> that's the no, hardest I, core. He was just like so I disdainful. I know. He's, that's what, that's why he's laughing at, at League of Legends. Because it's not a big deal to Kyle. Okay. I, I would stop there and I'm like, this is a, this is a winner. Um, all right. <laughs> my girlfriend is somewhat of a casual gamer. She plays League of Legends, Animal Crossing, and Stardew Valley. But myself, I play almost every game that comes out and complete maybe a hundred or so games a year. Always have. She and I end up having discussions about video games, and there's some concepts that I bring up where she doesn't understand them at all or isn't impressed by the thing as much as I am. This has led me to thinking about the language of video games and how so much has been taught to people like us through years and years of iteration without us even realizing it. I think Breath of the Wild... Um, and even more on the other side of that, near and near Automata, are great examples of discussions I've had with her where she doesn't, she just doesn't get it. <laughs> in Breath of the Wild, I told her about how I couldn't find a sphere in one of the beasts uh, to create an electrical current to open a gate, so I dropped my metal weapons and created a line connecting the two, and the electricity went through that instead. This, to her, was just meh. But to me... It was the defining moment of the entire game. And in Nier and Nier Automata, the moments toward the end where you can choose to give up your save file or destroy someone else's is one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever done in a game. Period. And my girlfriend thinks I'm being overdramatic. <laughs> Have any of you ever had any situations like this with a loved one where they just don't get it at all? Love and respect, Zach Quest. Way yes. Way yes? Yeah, and into it to a way that like it bothers me because uh, Abby and I spend a lot of time playing games together, and she's been great at it. And it's cool seeing her get more interested in games and having the games that we play get more varied. And like when you're just enjoying it, you just start talking like the way that I would talk to you guys, mm-hmm. and I will throw out an abbreviation 
or I'll mention like, oh, little dip in the frame rate there. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't, I'm not trying to right. not do that. And she'll just be like, what are you talking about? And then I'll explain it. And it's just like some things, it's just like, well, I don't, I don't care. Like I didn't even notice. Yeah. Um, but that's everything. Like yeah. there are plenty of times I'll hear people talk about sports and it's like, what are you even saying? Yeah. Like I know how football is played. I know the rules of football in a general sense, but people can talk about football in a way where it sounds like another language. That's any hobby where there's intense interest in it and it's lasted for a number of years. So we all think Zach should probably break up with his oh, casual God, girlfriend? please. No. Oh, man. <laughs> but like, educator. You just let it, you couldn't just let it lie. <laughs> It was already well, the, so pointed. You but know? like the thing you gotta realize, already, clearly we were like in a therapy session, man. And like, <laughs> you just waiting just... for it, dude. I the, love it. That was building. The point. The point is, is like the point. What makes it interesting and what makes it fun sharing games with another person, and like what makes it fun sharing games with you guys, is we don't all value the same thing. Yeah, of course. Like if you just want people to think all the moments that you think are cool are cool, then you're just gonna have another copy of yourself. And that's not fun at all. So, like, she doesn't care. Let her just not care. Like, figure out why she's interested in watching the game. Find the joy in that. Yeah. That's fascinating. When you talk to someone and they're like, what do you you mean? And you're like, oh, okay. Like, let me actually try to explain this. Or, you know, recognize before you even open your mouth, like, this um, this is a losing battle here. Like, that'll come up sometimes where I'll be like, ah. And Amanda's like, what? And I'm like, it's, uh, I, uh, never mind. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it, it would just, it would take me 15 minutes. Even like in Fallen Order, you know, I'm like, you know, she's watched Star Wars films. She get, but it's mm-hmm. like, I, this was such a, it was a cutscene, led to a cutscene, led to a cutscene. And it just does, it wouldn't have that impact if I like played telephone and, and, you know, tried to explain this moment. But like, same thing goes, you know, for like books that Amanda reads or, 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 te- or television shows that she watches where like, I'll be watching and some, you know, character will walk in the room and she's like, oh. <gasps> And I'm like, what, what just happened? And she's like, well, that, never mind. <laughs> it's like, it's just, if you're working right now or something else is happening, it's just, but like, that's, I love that stuff. Like, I think that's really fascinating. And it, and as you were bringing up, it's fascinating with the allies where I'll like come into the office and I'll be like, I got to tell Damiani, is he not here? Damn. You know? And it's just like, what, what happens? Like, what? I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah. cool thing happened in a it Mario game. Yeah, you know, or like, yeah. or I, I, I finally get something that they then later, you know, brought up. The Souls, yeah. a classic example, where it yeah. was like, it was one thing to understand what you meant. Where I was like, well, I don't understand what. It's tough to get progression, and uh, you know, like games are all about progression for me. So I love grinding. It's like I like even just little gains is such a big deal, and I just don't get those from Souls. And then like when Bloodborne clicked, it was like. I, I get it. I get it now. Mm. You know, not just I read it on paper, but like I've I've lived it now, and I totally understand it. Um, the funniest thing, the funniest thing to me about all of this is like League of Legends is too hardcore for like all of us. Yeah. yeah. So League like, of Legends, she's not casual. Yeah. <laughs> but like she could be. Yeah. She could be playing hundreds of hours in like diamond rank at League of Legends. I actually you know? played. And it's like he's playing a hundred games, and she's like master class. You know. And probably the implication there is that. He doesn't care about League of Legends. Right, like she's probably talking in League of Legends to him, and he's like, "What are you talking about? What's a what's a ADC? What's an AD carry? Like you know." When those riot announcements happened, I played one game of League of Legends. I installed it. I played one game, and then I uninstalled it. So fun. I played oh. TFT the other day and it was pretty crazy. TFT is um, team fight uh, tactics. Team fight tactics. Oh, cool. The the other thing that I that I want to say that is also frustrating about the internet is like. Sometimes it feels like everybody's rushing to have the same opinion. And so to have somebody that is like 
I don't care or that's boring in real life, like that's a really precious thing, I think. Like wow. that will allow you to have an actually unique experience rather than just seeing people say the same thing over and over again. The other thing, too, that's awesome is, you know, this sounds like she's, she's playing Animal Crossing and League of Legends in the third one. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, these yeah, are yeah. games she's living with. Right. You know, yeah. these are games she's going back to again and again and again and creating, you know, families in Stardew, Stardew Valley and, you know, this, this huge growing town and, like, trying out all these different characters and strategies and getting better at the game, having wins, having losses. That is an experience that you aren't having. If you're playing 100 games... You're you, you like you do what we just did. We we're like, did Resident Evil 2? I mean, I knew it came out in January, but like you forgot. You were like, yeah. oh, it's a 28 like right. 18 game. Like that's what happens when you mm-hmm. just you know keep getting you know happy meals and keep throwing those burgers back. And, you know, yes. and it's those burgers are delicious, but you kind of lose track of like what happened, what game was better than what you know, how many games have been released in one franchise versus another. Where I I said this I did an editorial on Cup of Jones where like every time I think about Grand Theft Auto Online, it's like oh, I wish I could only play that game. I really wish I could have a yacht and have these, you know, buy these crazy houses and do heists and all this stuff, but like, I just don't have the time to invest. That's why I love having Damiani's obsession with 14. It's so cool for him, mm-hmm. you know, when an update happens, the, you know, your obsession with, with Monster Hunter, like mm-hmm. to have these games that we do allow ourselves to like really, really dive into in a, in a uh, smaller uh, sense, uh, Huber with Destiny, mm-hmm. you know, that like, because that is a completely unique perspective and very much a part of the whole gaming conversation. As important, I think, as you know, playing Modern Warfare and then Jedi Fallen Order and then Death Stranding and then, you know. So what, what one might say is that if you just play, like, and beat a bunch of games, that's maybe more casual than, than Dude, getting yeah. super hardcore into a I want of her games, to write know? in to Love and Respect. I want her perspective <laughs> on the weird stuff, mm-hmm. you know, she brings up that he's like, what are you talking about? But abbreviations is, is a big one. Whenever I talk yeah. to, like, whenever I, I intentionally try to you know, dumbed down is a really nasty way of saying it. But like when I when I try to, you know, have a more conversational stupid. vocabulary uh, when I'm telling a video game story to like my, you know, parents or friends that I know don't play games, I'll often say like FPS or RPG and they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, sorry. Oops, my bad. Uh, simple strategies, just human interaction. Uh, yes. Change the volume of your voice sometimes and, and just uh, also change the pace of your talking. So when something is really exciting, you take it here. But then when I just laid those swords down, you wouldn't believe what happened. <laughs> you got to make eye contact. You got to grab them in. You got to relate it to something you know they like. So it's like it's like when you're working, when you're, when you're just trying making tea, you need yeah. electricity, right? And so then I take my swords and I laid them down. I don't know. It sounds like you didn't know how to solve that puzzle. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with you on the human interaction thing, but I've also learned that it's way more fun to show somebody something than to just sit there and talk to them about it. Like, if you think something is really cool in a game, share that experience. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be way more interesting than you trying to do it justice with words. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys should try explaining modular synthesis to someone who doesn't, to anyone, because it's hilarious. I do it. Just yeah. change change your rate of voice. Yeah. Um, the Maths was modulating morphogene, and it was sampling this splice in different sizes and yeah, morphing I mean, it over good. time. And then Bloom was fractally sequencing the drum machine. This is a YouTube channel I would watch. <laughs> just, this is good. Just mm-hmm. terms. Yeah. <laughs> but he, like, explodes on the first part of every... Yeah. yeah. You know what was the a big sticking point recently was game engines, the concept of game engines. Oh, sure. And I thought that was interesting. Well, how'd I you get, go about it? Uh, just trying to 
exp- I, I guess just trying to say like the thing that allowed this to be the tools that made it happen. Mm. So just a very general explanation. But like I get why that would be confusing or like why not everyone is using the same game engine. Or she was like, How, do, do people just get those tools? And I thought like, oh, that's a good question. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's really fun doing that. It's like trying to explain our job yeah, to like, a, to like an aunt. I, I, I truly don't bother with that. Yeah. To like myself. Yeah. <laughs> a high percentage of my family thinks that I make video games. Yeah. Back when we worked at Why game trailers, everyone thought we just made game trailers. And I was like, after a while, I was like, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we did. We made a couple. Sometime. So I can feel the Dark Prince rising within me. Um, I want to play a Dark Prince game. This is another little nasty one. Happy holiday greetings, allies. With the insanity of fall releases mostly finished, I thought it was the perfect time for the latest edition of They Said What? The Real or Fake Review Blurb Game. I have chosen some of the top scoring games on Metacritic from the last 6 to 12 months and looked at their worst review. Mm. For each game, I have supplied a quote that is either real or fake. Can the panel guess if these are quotes from an actual review or completely made up? For the record, I felt terrible making up fake bad reviews for legitimately great games. We don't care about that. Uh, If (laughs) the review quote is real, I included the score, Love and Respect. Anachronistic timepiece. This is uh, this is classic frame trap. Mm-hmm. This is a good game. Yeah. Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Fake. Oh, sorry. There's simply little in Sekiro to make it stand out in a vast ocean of releases, rendering it more of a footnote in the gaming market than the product of a distinguished auteur's imagination. Real. Fake. 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 Real. Oh. Who- Wow. We don't call out who. That's the one like, part. Who that's, wrote that? That's the only reason I'm okay with this game. Kay. Like This game is po- like bad-natured for sure. Uh, Ian, that was a 40. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not hard to Can we Can we just like that, say... To find that review. Like, oh, yeah, I disagree. Yeah. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. I disagree. Yeah. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Oh, yeah. I mean, we look at the top-rated games, so like we're probably going to disagree on all these, right? Yeah, but I like super disagree. Nah. Okay. It is. A, it is a bizarre. Yeah. It is. is a, it's a strange take. Uh, Final I, I Fantasy fourteen Shadowbringers. Mm, okay. The only shadow brought by this passable entry is that of disappointment. The game screams at the player about how cool it is, Warriors of Darkness, but does little to demonstrate that coolness outside of cutscenes. Fake. fake. That has to be fake. Right, that's fake. Yeah, okay. that's fake. The, the, the shadow play was was too much, too easy, too clever for a reviewer. Yeah. You think? Well, oh, okay. it was, it was right. too. It, it, I could see him looking at the game and being like, "What do I do? Oh, I could play on maybe the title or sure, yeah." The saying "cool" was like, cool. Yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, <laughs> the Nair Gigante sized grind Iceborne presents the player with is the equivalent of putting the winter's hottest fashions at the end of an American Ninja Warrior course. With (laughs) enough grit, you'll eventually get there, but you'll be sweaty, bruised, and perhaps a bit nauseated. Yeah, it's not that bad, my friend. Real. Real. I'm going to say real, yeah. Yeah. It's real. That one's fake. Oh, damn. Oh, okay. Good writer. That's, that's why. Like, that time yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's good at this. Uh, yeah. uh, lowest score was 80, by the way, for that game. Yeah. So there was no bad yeah. review to oh, play this game with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, we couldn't find one for a bad example of that one. Uh, Tetris Effect. Not 
everyone out there has wondered what it would be like to play Tetris while at a rave. And though it's fine to include the option to have your pieces pulsate or glow in the dark with purple glitter or clutter the screen with fireworks or volcanic explosions, there doesn't appear to be any way to disable the majority of the style over substance effects. Real. I think, Real. I, think I just like reviews less now. <laughs> I, on the other hand, I would. I, this is the YouTube channel I want. <laughs> this just Kyle reading the like the lowest review <laughs> on Metacritic. Just wait this, a week until mm. all the reviews go out. This wait is a week real. Or two. I think it's real as well. I would have said fake. That one's real. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I think that I read that review. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, oh. 70, though. Seven, like, not even a bad score. Yeah. Still got a 70. Yeah. That sounded brutal. Yeah. Though. Shut it, it, shut brutal, it down. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, no. <laughs> Where's Mario? It's fitting that a game about ghosts is itself a specter of rosier times. The ghost smashing <laughs> mechanic is a thrill, sure. But then you realize it's the only mechanic you need to rely on for far too many encounters. Fake. Real. Real. Yeah, it seems real. That's fake. Oh. Okay. Jones, what made you smell that one? Um, cause, well, a lot of these seem like the last couple sentences. You know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's like when you, you try to wrap up your whole sentiment. And that, that seems, seems like so narrow-minded. Sure. You know, like... Um, even in an or even for argument's sake, even yeah. if you're you know trying to make a point there, that seemed a little off. I get that. Fire Emblem Three Houses. All the <laughs> games Ben hates. <laughs> it's like an anti RPG. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I am subbing to this channel. Just, just, just that. I'm gonna say real. <laughs> You're gonna have the most fun in the opening section of the game, and once it fully op- excuse me, and once it fully opens itself up to you, that's when the monotony sets in. The better part of 60 hours in, and we're fatigued and frustrated with the Switch's latest fantasy offering. That's real. 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 Say real. That's real. What a sweep. What a, what a, what a, I disagree. How did everyone know that was real? Um, you know what? You know what because Switch's because, because I feel like reviewers yeah, love yeah, to yeah. do that. Okay. I, they, they, yeah. they, like, uh, you made me do, the monotony sets in. <laughs> like, they, they love doing that. Uh, you know what got me was the use but of the th- word we. How do you say that's the anti-RPG? Oh, what does that even sure. mean? Because he hadn't said that in any of the other things. Mm. And just, again, the, we, which we. also is... A little bit telling of maybe where I mean it doesn't narrow it down too much, but Kyle, that's probably a big outlet. That, that's the a kind bigger... of shit where I'm like, do you even like games? No, <laughs> like just be honest with yourself. It's okay if you don't like games, but you need to look inside and say, do I like games? This was not a feel good game. <laughs> that's what the thing is. So yeah, I, I want to make it clear. No, no hard feelings. To other reviewers, we're all playing the same game here. Right. We're yeah. all yeah. Well, the thing about this you channel can, is I mean, you could do that to us. Every video right, that yeah, you make yeah. on this channel, Kyle, you need to then be the conclusion of the video. Yeah. Or it's just, just you angry. No. Rebuttaling. Well, it's, it's, it's the same I end. I didn't even play this game. Yeah, it's, oh, it's the same end to every video. Like, yeah. do you even like games? Do yeah. you even like games? Uh, I've deserved to do you even like games a few times in my life, for sure. Uh, when, uh, what did they give that? Oh, they gave it a 60. Mm-hmm. What did the Daily Star give that? Oh, Yeah, No, no, no. No calling people out. <laughs> they uh, called themselves that. The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening on Switch. Do you want to see a Terminator attacking White Walkers with Jon Snow? Yes. What about Neo flying in to help Cap and Iron Man? Yes. What game so is this for? Why in the world are there Goombas in a Zelda game? 
Nintendo had a chance to make things right, <laughs> and they failed to deliver. This got to be fake. fake. That's fake. fake. Thank you for giving us a good one. Yeah, yeah. I so was, hope that, that was, <laughs> would have been real, though. Uh, it's fun. Okay. I, like to, I like to think if that was real, that they were into it until then. They, they walked Go down bus. that ladder, and they were like, Go, <laughs> boss! <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat 11. This is a fighting game that is enjoyable almost despite the gore. <laughs> Fake. Hold on, I'm gonna keep going. Not because of it. It's bonkers story mode is the highlight here. The great animation and crunching impacts help, but then the Towers of Time throw a spanner in the works at the last moment. Real. Real. Yeah. Fake. Spanner in the works made me think it was real. That's so weird. It's real. Oh, my God. How do you sniff out Spanner in the works? It's just too stupid a thing to do. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> All reviews are fine. All reviews are fine. But there's just something, yeah, It, it like, these are all <laughs> slightly obnoxious, but, like, that one seems like it's it's part of a conversation. Well, I, I, something that I've noticed, I think, in the real ones is they do tend to be more specific, like, calling out this aspect of mm. the game. So yeah. it's like, hey, we're talking about Towers of Time sure. specifically, not, not referring to it in a general sense. Well, uh, but there's also, like, a need in written publications to, like, elongate the articles needlessly to keep sure. ad sales up. You know? Oh, sure. And I mean, like... So, like, writing gets really tedious and uses phrases like spanner in the works. I kind of like it. I don't know what it means. It's like a wrench. Like a, it's like a British a, version of wrench. Like throwing the, a wrench in a bunch of gears? Yeah. Okay. Control. <laughs> Thanks to poor, bigger is better design choices, technical gaffes, obtuse exploration... A bromidic narrative and <laughs> zero atmosphere. Control is soul-crushingly disappointing. Zero atmosphere? And a mere Bro, shadow man. of the studio's <laughs> far superior Alan Wake. Oh, oh my that's God. fake. Fake, this fake. Is, I'm going to say fake, real. Fake, it's fake. real because it's so wrong. It's real. Oh, yeah. it's real. oh, boy. That's a real one. That's a 40. 40 for Woo. Control. Oof, Alan Wake fan coming in hot. Yeah, that is what that is, right? Where's my flashlight? I need a 40 after that. (laughs) No shaking tractors, 40. (laughs) Wow. That was a fun game. That was was definitely some dark Prince of Nerd media. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, you know what? Of all the the ones you read, I'm going to... I'm gonna hunt that one down. No, wanna, don't hunt anyone down. Please do not I'm hunt person. all of I'm them down. I'm gonna read that review though, because the, I'm hoping the zero atmosphere got a paragraph somewhere. Where they zero were like, atmosphere is a strange thing to say. You know, like no judgments, but that's a that's a strange one. That room that was all red and white and moved around. Mm. Um, all right, let's do a little sweet one. Let's do a little sweetie. <laughs> that's what. I, that's the channel I want. Mm. <laughs> Upside um, down pyramids. Mm. Uh, we're going to do a little sweetie to get Brad's spirits back up. Please do. Not a question, but some thanks. I moved into the sticks of the sticks in Japan a few months ago Mm. for work. While that may sound exciting and full of raw, fresh anime and amazing opportunities, (laughs) it has also pulled me away from the positivity and familiarity of my friends, family, and significant other. The time difference between here and back home has made it pretty difficult to play with friends, which has hit pretty hard this holiday season. With that said, 
I wanted to say thank you for all the hard work uh, that is put into the Easy Allies and for the positivity it brings with it. Catching up on streams, BoxPeak, and the podcast have been a big part of helping me push myself to adapt and are some of the few things that have reminded me uh, uh, remained stable in a strange and lonesome time of eating convenience store melon bread and fried chicken under my heated table. Uh, much love and respect, Nakita. I feel better now. Thanks, yeah. Nakita. Yeah, so thanks right back at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Sticks of the sticks. sticks and of the that's sticks. the thing is, like, I heard sticks of the sticks of Japan. Cool. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. It's right. actually like melon it's, bread. It delicious. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's interesting. Yeah, I like that. Cool. All right, it's time for bets. Uh, we did have a bet last week about Life is Strange 2, episode 5, uh, which released Tuesday, December 3rd. I went to the top 10 most recent reviews on Open Critic. How many times would I see the words cry, cried, or crying? Jones, you bet 8. Bloodworth bet 24. Damiani bet 10. I bet 2. Ian bet 14. When I went to look for the reviews today, there were six. Two of them, not in English. So we're really talking about four reviews here. And among the four reviews for Life is Strange Chapter 5, one cry. One cry. Yep. And Jones, even though you pouted, even though you mocked my bet of two last week, I think I just went ahead and won this week. Yeah. Did you win, Kyle? <laughs> Dude. Did you... I won! Win something? I, I, I won something. The you did? Dark Prince So... The final score of okay, there, okay. the yeah, final yeah. score of the 2019 season is Scrappy Little Pigs 25. <laughs> oh my god. Gorgeous Gorillas 27. <laughs> oh, did we win? You won. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shortening the gap. That's that's some funky calling enhanced yes. right there. Shortening yes. the gap, Kyle. I appreciate thank you. Yes. I appreciate it. And so totals, Jones, you 13, me 12. We we're actually split really close. Oh. Uh Ian did get the most points nice, for Ian. the gorgeous gorillas this year. I'm shocked. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Seven as from the Kev Board yeah. Arts thing? Seven, Blood were six. I'm shocked. Yeah. You really caught up here at the end. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, unprecedented. Now, there are people who, like, truly care, and I'd appreciate this, so I don't want to talk to them. So, uh, (laughs) we're only two points behind, right? And we have many more podcasts this month. And so I have to explain why there is no possibility of us winning, Jones. So, next week is the Game Awards episode. Jones will not be here for that podcast. I probably will. (laughs) <laughs> uh, really? It's a hard, a hard party to get into, that after party. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you know how. I'm pulling a Give me a ring, dude. All right. It's uh, hard, man. If you can get Jones into the after party, <laughs> contact him on Twitter, at Trailer Jones. Uh, <laughs> you, would, you would think if you, like, get the prestige of being able to vote. Yeah, we're yeah. judges, On, like, man. the most popular video game award show. Yeah. Getting into the party afterwards, you'd... Not be that. <laughs> From what I understand, Jones, it's a completely different group. Of course, yeah, and it's and just yeah. parties in general. Can you help or, them out or yeah. something? I can't. Even no, so, what so do you I mean? I don't Someone get invited say to the after party. No, a main group. What? You don't yeah. get invited. <laughs> I do not get invited. No. What? But it, oh, wait. I don't. <laughs> you. Knowing you, you probably wouldn't want to go. I would not you want go. to go. Right. Of course not. I have been in the past. Been invited. Actually, I went one year. And, and to clarify, it's not a prestige thing. It's just there's just a, you know people travel to Los Angeles for this, and yeah. so it's an opportunity to introduce Easy Allies to people. That's like kind of the main thing. Hi, really? I'm Brandon. Yeah, I'm from Easy Allies. Do you know about us? Man, it was it was no. so hard. Okay. Being yeah. the after- <laughs> All right, then I'll, I'll see you again next year. <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm just remembering that that one party I went to it was so weird. It was like 
it was like a Viacom executive uh, whose name I won't say was like, hey, man, you. And I'm like, yeah. It's like, how are you doing? It's like, good. Um, like, just, was he doing cocaine? Dude? What's going yeah, on? Just a, hey, high, just a high energy guy, you know, just an enthusiastic high energy guy. You know, where, you know, where like they'll send somebody and somebody will go to like something and they'll have like the cam on like their glasses or something. And mm-hmm. then they have like a whole cast behind the scenes that's telling them what to say, like punk style. Yeah. I want to punk you at a party. I want oh, yeah. you to go. And then I'm like, Kyle, t- tell me he has a nice tie. Tell him you like the tie. Jones, I was hey, hanging out with nice tie. Uh, Vinyaki, your buddy, and Adam Boys. They were like hanging out. And I was yeah. like, hey, come and like talk in the circle with us. And I'm just, it's like high school. I'm like, I'm not cool enough to be in the circle right now. You know what I mean? Like you were talking a level above me. I couldn't hang. Well, they're probably talking stats. No, they were numbers. Talking, they were talking like funny goofs and just riffing oh. off each other like total cool people. And, you know, we all know you hate funny goofs. Well, I'm not cool. I just, you know what? I'm not going to the after party, Ben. Jones, somebody's <laughs> going to help you out. I know it. I know we have one listener who's there for you. Okay. Yeah, what, what did I do? You told me, like, I, you're right. Like, I'm not going to go. You're like, I, I bet you're not oh, going to go. I mean, Kyle, like, I don't want to go either. Okay, great. I, like, I just... We just want to hang and record a podcast. We're going to be yeah. working. Yeah. What do yeah. you mean? I got um, games to play. So anyway, <laughs> we are recording next week's podcast right after the Game Awards. So we'll be able to cover all the hot scoops. Ooh, scoops. Hey, Keely said 10 new games. Uh, Ooh. Uh, Bayonetta 3, though. Not a new game. Not that's a new a, game. That's, that's a, not a new yeah, game. Yeah, but that was a confirmation. I could read it. Um, I could read it. So uh, uh, we might have Jones. We might not. But what I was going to say is... Uh, <laughs> They, they have the poison thumb still. I here, it's like a loss. Gordon Gorilla still has <laughs> the poison thumb. <laughs> this is Easy Odds Podcast. Joining me this week, Jones. Jones. Uh, and uh, Jones uh, didn't jo- get in. Jones didn't get in. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just, here's the thing, though, is I know that Jones could schmooze with Vinyaki and boys. If, if we yeah, switch joints. Jones dude, can hang. You know yes. what? He yeah. would probably, like... Tell them, like, oh, man, I had this funny bit with Kyle. And, yeah. like, yeah, he'd be a nice guy about it. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. I can hang. I know Jones could hang. Uh, anyway, like, it, if if it is just me next week, it's, like, statistically impossible if you use the poison thumb against me. So, like, it's just fine to end it where we've ended it. 25-27. That was the season. That's right, baby. Yeah. Close season, though. Good game. Yeah. Good game. GG. 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 Um, and as the game concludes, that does mean that it is time. For or wars. How do I get back there to the place where I fell asleep inside you? How do I get myself back to the place where you said I want or wars? Who wants in? Who's going first? Me. Okay, Jones. Link in Mario Maker 2 or Geralt and Siri in Damon X Machina? Link in Mario Maker 2. Why? Unexpected, all the abilities, happiness all around. Okay, who's next? Me. Brad. Defense or special defense? Special defense. Why? Because you'll block cooler attacks Mm. or you'll get additional buffs. (laughs) Who's next? Let's go. All right, Ben. Working at Epic Games or working at Riot Games? Working at Riot Games, show me that fighting game. Let's go. Okay, great. Nice. Great. Yes. <laughs> well navigated, yes. <laughs> Ian. Hey. Sorry, is the lyric in that song, When I Fell Asleep Inside You? Yeah. Huh. Oh, it's bad Continue. enough Kyle say it. <laughs> nah, like in, in high school, like how cool was that song? <clears throat> so many, okay. 
a lot of this is drugs, dude. Okay, Ian. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle? Keeping up to date on impeachment hearings or Baby Yoda? I can't be. Yeah. No, Baby Yoda. Okay. All right. Cutest fucking thing that ever happened, Baby Yoda. Well, by the way. Uh, Brad won Or Wars. Yes. For his, his defense of special defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, though, Ben, I would want to give you a lot of credit for like nailing the Riot games. Uh, Ian took the bait. He took the Or Wars bait. Got him. And Jones, a little too simple. Okay. I need something more for you. I need like a zesty art. I almost said because Ian will beat me up if I don't give it to is him. This, like, is this yeah. like the same email that he's going to get from Keeley? So this is like <laughs> a little too simple. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. That was good. <laughs> I'd love to have you at the party. <sighs> I just don't get your hook, little, man. Little, I don't, like, <laughs> a little too simple, Jones. <laughs> Jones, I, you I love gimmick. you. No, I want dude, you to I know I love you. I just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it's too funny. That's what I mean. That's what Or Wars is. Or Wars is intense. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get back there to you? The place where I fell asleep inside you. How do I get myself back to you? The place where you said, I want. <laughs> Or wars. Great. Uh, Jones. Yeah. Is it, you want to do this now, dude? Yeah. Well, before, because he's going to wrap up the show after this. Yeah. Well, so we talk about, pa- we do Patreon plugs. Okay. We talk about, you know, we talk about patreon.com slash easy allies. And if you give $5 or more a month, you get the podcast two days early, mm-hmm. Fridays as opposed to Sundays. But I almost feel like this goes after that. I feel like this is more special than that. It's your show, baby. I don't want anybody to tune out, though. Like, Or Wars happened. A lot of people skipped us straight over to Or Wars. They hear it twice, and they're like, okay, I'm done. So I think maybe putting it as close to Or Wars as possible is the place to put the shout-outs. Cool, cool, cool. Let's do it. We're only doing Or Wars for a couple weeks, and we're back to bets in January. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a new team. If you put it after Patreon, you could go, like, and you can get the $250 tier, yeah. which gives you the shout-outs. Take it away, Jones. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, okay. All right. Prime time, baby. Here we go. Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. If you type that in to the search bar of your internet web browser, mm. you're going to be taken to a web page that will have lots of information for you. You'll learn about the Easy Allies. If you scroll down a little more, you'll see some videos that we make. <laughs> An important <laughs> thing to know is that if you give money to this website, <laughs> if you give $5 or more a month to the Easy Allies, you get this podcast on Fridays as opposed to Sundays. Even next week's podcast, even even the one that we're recording Dude, r- right after the game awards will be available to you on a Friday, which is pretty pretty neat. That is neat. Another cool thing about Patreon.com/EasyAllies <laughs> is the shout out tier. Brandon Jones. Shout outs to accounts payable: L. Fannis, Caleb Crawford, Greg Kettering, Will Schmuck, and Fantasy Critic Games. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Okay. Uh, so while I did win the bet, I think Brad's win over Or Wars gives him all the rights and responsibilities. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, that that yeah. bet was just, uh, we're just kind of playing at bets. Mm. Or, or Wars is the real deal now. Yes. Mm. Or Wars is scary, man. Yeah. And frankly, more impressive than that, that yeah. to cry nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> you heard some two cry nonsense. Uh, the gloves okay. are off. Uh, Brad. You win the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. 
You cool. get to promote any Easy Allies video you want to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped in your head. You cannot say the banned phrase. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can follow me at BradleyElse87. Uh, I want to promote the final episode of Box Peak, season two, baby. Yeah, coming uh, coming tomorrow actually. It's for, up. for us for yeah, it'll be up for you guys now. It's tomorrow up. for us. Yep. check it out. Kyle worked real hard on it. It's real good stuff. I'm super impressed. Just thankfully made such great content for us, Kyle. Thanks, Brad. You're a wizard, man. Thanks, dude. Um, Sekiro's not forty, mm. and uh, sign off. Please, just let Jones in. Just let him in! What I'm not a humongous fan of is Final Fantasy VII. What I am a huge fan of is marketing campaigns. Sexy.